Salutations! And welcome to the 44th episode of the In The House podcast. The official podcast of Scouse's House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. I am your host, Evan How official Floyd. is it? It's crazy official, man. Like the most official? It's been notarized and everything. As official as it could be. You bet. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm your host, Evan Floyd. I'm really excited to be here tonight, and uh, we've got some news that we've got to share. There's some stuff that's going to have to. There's some stuff that's going to have to be changed about the podcast. We'll have. Uh, we'll discuss the fact that our boys are uh, kicking balls around right yes, now. They, they are, are warming yeah, they up. Are. They're getting ready. Tweeting out pictures. And uh, also, we will uh, be talking about the Scouse's House general general annual meeting and the elections that occurred therein. Uh, we've got a very special guest, but uh, in order to welcome in that guest, I first need to welcome in my partner, my partner, who is coming to us live tonight from a highlight tournament yeah. in Schenectady, New York. Yeah, nice. Andy Frederick, ladies and gentlemen, you know how Andy hard Frederick. Highlight is. I, it's it, so difficult. It's the fastest sport on earth. It's also I didn't know if you knew this or not, but it's also the deadliest sport on earth. I have no doubt. I did not know. That. Like it, people die regularly doing it. The pelota. Yeah. That they that they chuck out of those giant claws is like it's basically a rock. It, it's it's terrifying. It's like a pool cue and uh, like 280 miles yeah. an hour. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I played for about. Uh, first off, they didn't give me any practice. They just kind of they just said, gave you a well, claw and three. Yeah, out there. let's see what happens. And I was out there for about 10 seconds and peed a little and just left. And so no now long- I'm just watching and providing refreshments. For he people. no longer has kneecaps either. They've just been shattered, Ugh. shattered. Highlight, man. If, if soccer doesn't ever fully catch on in this country, and for whatever reason we're forced to go to something else, I, I vote highlight. I'd go to. A, I would watch a highlight. I would one hundred percent watch a highlight tournament. Really? Carnage, man. <laughs> it would be carnage. Uh, yeah. They they wear quite a bit of armor. I'm certainly not going to have my son with me like I do. No. <laughs> no. You uh, want to catch it I straight? Hope, I hope it's, it would have to be behind something sturdier than plexiglass. Oh, yeah, that. for sure. No, no, no. But uh, we hear a man referencing his son, and that is our guest tonight. Yeah. Andy, I think that there's only uh, it's only proper that we salute... To the brand new, newly minted vice president, the uh, the right hand man, yeah. if you will, of Scouse's House Supporters Group, hand of the king, Mr. David O'Connell. David, right. welcome. Thank you. Thank you Congratulations, sir. Well, thank you very much. Honored to be here. Honored to be the vice president of Scouse's House. Pretty cool. We're really pleased. Uh, Kevin Boissonneau served the office with distinction for yeah. two seasons. He did a swell job. He did. He did a lot of stuff that people didn't ever get to see just because it's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. It's not the same glory position as. Uh, as uh, Scouse being out there on the front lines, having his name on stuff. <laughs> News all the time. Right. News all the time. But uh, Kevin did a lot of the stuff that made that group go, and we're excited to, for you to be taking over his illustrious shoes. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited to be doing it. Uh, we're going to get kicked off here, though, by going straight into purple stuff, I think is the only way. Normally, we would start interviewing David, but David's been on this show several times. We're True. just going to let him hop in. He's essentially yeah. our official backup. Yeah. And so we're yeah. uh, he, he's also on the hidden episode. That, oh, my uh, gosh. The, you the, are. That never saw the light of <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, that was just you and me was the hidden episode That's from funny. your garage, which if you are like one of our group you know exactly what garage i'm talking about it's a nice garage um 
Gosh, the hidden episode. I yeah. completely forgot about it. I'm telling you that there, if some sponsor out there... What number was this supposed to be? It, it was, was it was early. It was going yeah. to be like 24. Yeah. Or something it was like something that. like that, yeah. Uh, but whoever the uh, sponsor is out there who's just desperate for that content... <laughs> <laughs> and it, for, for the small Scouse's House donation of $500... You can. I feel like that's fair. Andy will Andy will send you an MP3 yeah, of that absolutely. event. Uh, so let's kick off into uh, into purple stuff here. Everybody got their uh, mugs and glasses yeah. and uh, their vessels in front of them. Yeah. Well, let's charge a glass. There you go. That's good. How's your purple stuff? Uh, it's creamy tonight. Okay. Creamy. Very purpley. Yeah. Uh, so the first piece is a personal piece. Uh, I got to get this out there and uh, get it taken care of now. Um, uh, many of you know, but not all of you, that I have uh, always hated my job. Just like hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it was the worst. And I'm happy to now use the past tense. It was yeah. the worst. Uh, I have been in so management. take it you're, uh, they, they don't listen? Uh, I, I'm assuming they don't. All if right, they do, cool. I, I never. There's one person. There's one person at your old job who listens to it. It's gonna be like, hey. I, I never. I never really hit it from them either. I pretty much. I pretty much showed up to work every morning like this is terrible. I'm gonna go work now. Um, so it was a terrible job. Uh, process management for about 15 years. Inventory management and uh, production management. It is. Uh, it's a dreary way to make a living, and because of that. I, uh, I, I petitioned and petitioned and petitioned mm -hmm. uh, the higher-ups at Louisville City <laughs> FC. Saying, Almost to an embarrassing degree. I, 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 uh, if any of you are fans of The Ringer and Shea Serrano, you'll know I, yeah. I was shooting my shot. Yeah, uh, I, I said, it's time to, you only get one career in your life, one true avocation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't want my job to be it. So I, uh, I petitioned, and eventually uh, they found a spot that fit my skill set. Um, I am going to be working for Louisville City Football Club as of today. Yeah, buddy! Uh, Very well, exciting. Uh, my first day was a delight. Uh, everybody that, all the people that you guys know who work at, at, in the front office and the ticket office and everybody that you guys are aware of besides the players, mm -hmm. they're all delightful people. I'm, I'm crazy imagine. excited to get to work with them. Brad uh, seems like a jerk. Uh, well, jerk. you know, just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's, I, I told him during one of my numerous interviews that, uh, you know, uh, 20 years from now, I want his job. But mostly that's just so he doesn't do it anymore. It's <laughs> really, so really yeah, bad at it. Um, no, I'm, uh, but because of that, uh, I am no longer allowed to be an elected official in Scouse's house. So I, uh, while I will always hold a very special place in my heart for uh, the Scouse's house supporters group, mm -hmm. uh, I will no longer be able to be an elected official there. Both the team and the supporters group very graciously agreed to let me continue on as the host of uh, this pod. And I hope that that won't annoy too many people out there who are thinking, man, David and Andy would be way better at this alone. I don't think there's anybody who thinks that. Uh, but, uh, so didn't get aired for a reason. <laughs> but I, uh, they're letting me continue. But from this point on, I will be putting a disclaimer towards the beginning of every episode. And uh, I will give you the, uh, the bare bones of that this time. But from now on, I'll, I'll get it out of the way as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. We won't dwell on this. But what it all really boils down to is 
There will be occasionally things that I will know that I'm not allowed to talk about or things that I suspect that I'm not allowed to speculate about. And right. there will be things that uh, if you've listened to this podcast, we're not particularly critical. And I don't think that they're worried about me being critical of, oh, man, I can't believe Oscar missed that tackle or, wow, right. how did Paolo, right. how did Paolo fail to cross that ball? Yeah, I can't. Uh, there are things that I will not be critical of that maybe some other hosts might be. Uh, partially because it's it wouldn't be a fair representation of my work. And so uh, from now on, at the beginning of the pod, I'll say something to the effect of, uh, as full disclosure, I am an employee of Louisville City Football Club, and none of the opinions expressed on this podcast necessarily reflect the opinions of either the team, the organization, or anyone affiliated with it. Uh, my opinions are my own, and that's... That's that. Will you tell us stuff that you know if we can talk in code? Yes, we will 100% talk yes. in code. Okay, yes. cool. All All right. Right. And so I'll say stuff like, uh, you'll be like, so how is uh, Brian Ownby's knee? And I'll be like, uh, the Eagles' perch is broken, or stuff okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah that no, makes sense. I will not be doing that. <clears throat> but, okay. uh, and also, I'm sorry, but my job, and it does fulfill... None of them listen to it, don't Well, no, it's not even that. It's... <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 the job that I'll be doing is not in any real way operations related. So right. I'll have very little information about the team. My role will be as the uh, partnerships and community relations executive. Mm -hmm. And that means that uh, the sponsors who buy things for from the club, uh, who purchase signage or anything like that, uh, I'll be making sure they get what they asked for. And I'll be helping uh, the the press office and uh, Mario Sanchez in the community mm -hmm. relations office to for to help produce events and to make sure things go off smoothly and uh, mm -hmm. I already obviously relate to the community because right. I've so long been a part of it so uh, it's a lot of the same supply chain skills that I've been using for the last decade plus and so it's not as huge of a change as I think uh, it might seem oh he's going to work for this team and it is awesome but it is just me getting to apply my talents for something I'm passionate about right. instead of something that I could give a crap less about. Yeah. That's it. So that's that piece. I know I, I rambled on about it, but I'm really excited. And so really the takeaway from this is no more discounts on pillows. No more pillow discounts for any well, of you. You got a discount on a pillow? Uh, hey, I mean, I got a stash upstairs, David. You can yes. talk to me after the pods. There over, you go. But, uh, I did steal about 700 before I walked in. How was you even no, get 700? No, no, no discounts. Uh, just as a heads up, you're paying full ticker, ticket price That's for those fair. bad you boys. you got to make your profit. I understand. They, they, they didn't give me severance. So, no, uh, I did quit. So, um, I was going to say, that's the way it works, dude. Uh, we're really excited. Now, let's get past some of that and move on to some Scouse's House-related news. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of going to hand a chunk of this off to Andy now to talk about uh, how the meeting went. Uh, yeah. And but also partially because David is not the only newly elected officer of Scouse's House. Oh, Definitely right. not. No. Our part, my a partner, partner uh, several and very dear friend, Andy Frederick, has oh, actually yeah. been Andy. elected as yeah. the town crier. Strangely, they gave me an official position. People actually voted for me, which was weird. This was the uh, this was the position that I nominally. Was I believe it was unanimous. Wow. I I uh, I nominally held this position. It is mostly it's about being able to show up to meetings and give your opinion at the meetings, mm -hmm. and also being willing to be a uh, a symbol of Scouse's House, which you have obviously become from this podcast and from your uh, general height. So I'll take it. You go with what you've got, right? I mean, 
But the, the the meeting in the elections took place on Saturday. Yep. We had a really great time over at uh, Molly Malone's yep. in, the, nice. in the Highlands. Yeah, They did a good job. And uh, Andy, did you, what, what did you think with the highlights? Um, this is going to sound strange, but I think the room that we were in. <laughs> that is going to sound that strange. That is strange, yeah. It is strange because it, it felt very old-timey soccer club-y. Like, it was very, like... Uh, like we were in the and, boot room. Was full yeah, of Brits, like, so. it was very, like... Full of Brits and Scots. Yeah, and there was, like, a and there was like fireplace, and it was, like... And it was also it, 70 degrees. With it the feels fireplace like on. We're, it yeah. feels like we're planning a siege right now. Like, this is what's happening. Like, we're all, all right, pledging fealty to, to somebody to pull have the old school vibe. Like, I'll give you that. Um, the it was well attended. I thought yeah. Uh, yeah. probably about thirty to thirty-five members of Scouts were present. Really, there's people spilled out. Right. Yeah. yeah. We ended up having to use some extra space. Jay Hindenock was perfectly willing to sit out and watch the basketball game, <laughs> but uh, I thought some good opinions were shared. I thought that uh, some good plans mm-hmm. were brought up for the upcoming season, and uh, I gracefully decided to just sort of share my opinion and not uh, not vote and not participate because I'm not allowed to do that anymore. But uh, all told, I thought, really good meeting. We had the elections. Uh, Scouse was again, of course, re-elected to be the right. president of Scouse's house. Go figure. Yes. Yeah, I think that until he's Strange. done, he'll probably, until the day he says he doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, so Scouse, the president again, we already commented that David, now the right-hand man, uh, vice presidente, uh, he has started driving around in a clear-sided automobile, <laughs> much like a Pope-mobile. Uh, he actually does have a Jeep. Yeah, it's a yeah. Jeep. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> and then, uh, it's good enough for the Pope, damn it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were referring to yourself in the third no, person, the which I thought was a bold move. He <laughs> has a Jeep. <laughs> no, the Pope-mobile. He, he has a Jeep Pope-mobile. That's From now nice. on, David, just <laughs> now that he's vice president, he's going to refer to himself the as the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Uh, vice President. Uh, so David was the vice was reelected as vice president. The only person, frankly, as much as we love Scouse and as important as Scouse is to the to Scouse's house experience, mm-hmm. uh, the only person that we couldn't do Scouse's house without uh, was in fact reelected unanimously, and that's Kenny Allward yeah. being yeah. brought back yeah. as the man behind the, the young, scenes. vibrant, yeah, virile. <laughs> to say Potent. the least, I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, the data he came up with at the meeting was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, he I shared mean, that's outstanding. He shared all kinds of great data about uh, you know all of our social media figures, all of our website hits, yeah. our membership growth percentage increases. Frankly, as a uh, professional who puts together these kinds of presentations, I was jealous. Yeah, like, he, he did a yeah. very nice job. He very is nice actually, job. if you get a chance, go on Scouts House Facebook or go on the Twitter page, Kenny has uh, taken the goal cam. That's the thing that we're doing now is right. the goal cam. Um, and from Ilya's penalty in uh, the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. And he has actually synced it up to the audio. From Kevin Kernan, yeah. 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 And it's great. If you, have a, it's, uh, if you have a chance, go watch it. It's, it's awesome. I mean, I just like watching highlights from yeah, games exactly. randomly anyway so and we expect that there will be and there's our, another one of those from the championship game yeah. uh from the uh, luke goal there are a number of them that they've already synced the audio mm-hmm. and the video for but after yeah. games kenny has been posting some of the highlights that you can see from the scouts house vantage point yeah it's a really cool thing and it, it's center goal i mean eye level the goalie it's i mean it's just a perfect view well and the thing i think the the most to me the most important takeaway from it is that when it comes down to it, that's 
pretty much Scouse's house view. Like yeah, that's exactly. how we it's, see the games. It is. That's, <laughs> yep. that's the viewpoint I've had for the last four years. Yeah. And it's, yep. it's awesome. It really is. And Kenny does an awesome job with that. And he has been reelected as the button pusher, the IT master, the uh, computer guru, our Lord and Savior, Kenny Allward. Mm-hmm. Yes. So thank you, Kenny. Which again, those presentations are top He, he did a oh, wonderful <laughs> job putting together a nice PowerPoint to be able to lay out all the information. Uh, also re-elected unanimously was Ginger Kovacevic. She yep. uh, was, she is our treasurer. She keeps yep. all the monies. Uh, she does a nice job of making sure that nobody steals it and uh, that we know how much we have. And also the tax filings you've got to do as a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. She does all of that but stuff for us. There's a reasonable us, amount that goes into that. Yes. Which we were shocked at how much went into that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I didn't I didn't realize how much <laughs> a lot right. of people did. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah the <laughs> work here, man. <laughs> uh, a new position was created. Um, for making certain that uh, there are there is fun at the tailgates, mm-hmm. and that this same position is assigned to be the minister of fun for things such as um, organizing away game watch parties, uh, making sure that everybody is aware of what is needed to be brought for tailgates, yep. uh, for uh, bus rides, for uh, making sure that everybody's having a great time before and after the matches. And that Minister of Fun, I think, was the official title, or uh, the, the the Fun Master, something mm-hmm. like something that. Something like that. Um, is, uh, oh, it's the party animal. The party animal. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that track. is Kenny's beautiful wife, uh, Shannon Allward, has been elected to that, keeping it in the family. Yeah. And so uh, Shannon Allward will be uh, making sure that everybody gets some tasty snacks, uh, probably re- uh, reassigning some of the fundage that Ginger has collected to make sure that uh, nobody is stuck Footing the bill for right. all Honestly, the... Honestly, I've been thinking about Shannon's pretzel rods dipped in oh, yeah. chocolate. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Like, in the so yogurt? Money. Like, the last, like, two weeks I've been thinking about that. I really want to Dude, her pork sliders. Yeah, that too. <sighs> well, and by that same token, I've been thinking about uh, the O'Connell special, the uh, the the Jello shots. I've been, I, I'm not kidding. I've, I've been, I've been itching God. for a Jello couple of Jello, Jello and shots. <laughs> Nailing it. On the sweet... Lou City boards. I know. Yeah. I gotta figure out a way to add two stars to that. You do. Without messing up the texture. Yeah, 100% you do. Uh, all right. So that's that one. And then we uh, also elected a new position um, for Mr. David Thomas, yes. has been elected as essentially our membership coordinator. This uh, gentleman will be making sure that we know who has been, uh, who has paid their dues, who has their season tickets, who has gotten their swag, who hasn't. Uh, sort of the organizer of all things uh, that we needed to have last year and didn't. And I'm confident that Dave is going to do a great job. He's a teacher. He's a soccer fan. He is a loud chanter. Yes, he is. And uh, he will do a great job (laughs) keeping people in line uh, and knowing who has paid for what and gotten what in uh, Scouse's house. He'll do a wonderful job. Which is, like you said, a very needed spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Agreed. And then... uh, our scribe also re-elected unanimously, uh, Steve McGuff. <laughs> the Guff. Well, the, I mean, is it really Steve? The Guffster who really delegates. He's just really good at delegating. He's more of a figurehead, I feel like. His, his lovely... Because Scottish, they're like, yeah, just give him something. His lovely paramour. His lovely paramour does a lot of the actual scribing. But uh, Steve is an uh, integral part of Scouse's house the, and the family. And Steve and Katie, as a joint unit, will once again be taking notes at the meetings and making sure that nobody falls behind on our action items. On their action items, I'm sorry. Yes. And uh, 
Finally, we have our uh, ambassadors, our Scouse's House ambassadors, which is a vital role. This is something that David was one of last year. Yes. And uh, these are the people who basically, when you're at the games, when you're in line for beer and people are, you know, chatting about the game, you talk about how awesome it was in Scouse's House. When you're at the tailgate, when you're at the watch parties, this is just making sure that people know that Scouse's House is a great place to take your game. Or when you're at work, or when you're out, or it doesn't matter where you are, honestly. Stir the voice on the street. And I believe, yeah, agreed. And uh, David, in fact, I believe, brought in about four new members to Scouts' yeah. house last year purely by saying, you got to come to a game, you got to sit with us, and you won't forget it. And uh, new members, new uh, new people always coming by. And so uh, these ambassadors have their work cut out for them. Um, one of them is a returnee, and that is Joe Woolley, who will Woo. be, uh, I'm sorry, and Cody Ruth, yeah. both of whom are nice. ambassadors. Um, also, Corinne Hindenock will be one of our ambassadors this yes, season, mm-hmm. which is an awesome step in the right direction for She's her. She's very crafty. She is crafty. And she's very crafty, which will come in handy. It uh, one would hope. Yeah, she's, she's hope, hopefully, hopefully and, developing uh, something for the uh, flags to keep them in yeah. line and down. That would be extremely useful. Although Jay is not going to appreciate that because she's in graduate school right now and, and she has lots of papers. Not done, supposed so. to be devoting her time. <laughs> to anything else. It's got priorities, you know. And then I feel terrible, but there's one more, and I can't think of who it is. I told them I knew all of them off the top of my head, and it turns out that I'm missing an ambassador. Oh, uh, that'd be Mr. Graham Thomas. Graham! How can I forget about Graham Thompson? Thompson. Graham, are one of uh, David and I's teammates on the Greyhounds FC indoor undefeated first place soccer team. I uh, have to say that. You gotta lay it on thick. Are you all really undefeated right at now? The moment, right now okay. At the moment. How many games have you all played? Three. We're three and oh. Uh, so how good a teams have you played? Not very. Yeah, but we're, we're pl- us, we though. play in the <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. not as good as us, okay. uh, including the, a team that has a number of Coopers, including a yeah, vice pre- right. Cooper vice president Wyatt Weeks. Who? Uh, yeah, that's right. We took you down. What was the name of their team? That was Blue City very, Reserves. Blue, yeah, I love that. That's a yeah. good name, dude. Like, that's pretty <laughs> that's cool, pretty dude. Good. I'm not gonna lie. I, love I like that. pulling for an underdog. Do you all get a lot of uh, spectators? What I'm asking is, can I come and watch? You can 100% hey, come watch. You can be there tomorrow if you want to hang out with me. Yeah. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Mockingbird. <laughs> it's the earliest game we've got. Um, t- today, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but Graham also, Graham, besides being a, uh, a terrific striker for our soccer team, is also uh, a great employee of Paul's Fruit Market and uh, has uh, helped the burnish the relationship between Paul's and uh, Scouse's house, including the banner last year, a yeah. new banner coming out yeah, this year. Yeah, potentially a new one could even be bigger and better. We'll which, see. and I thought last year's banner was yeah, amazing. Exactly. So this is, but which to me means that you'll have like a reserve banner for like putting on the side of somebody's car when you're driving I'll in, make a travel hanging, banner, hanging it at the tailgates. Yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So all good stuff, and uh, Graham will do a great job. He uh, is holding it above your head as you streak across the pitch. Yeah. I try not to hold it against him, but he is another one of those. Uh, <laughs> I moved right past it. <laughs> He's, He's another one of those Liverpool fans in Scouse's house, which uh, they're they're multiplying. It's frustrating. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the gist of the meeting. Uh, if you are curious about uh, the merch, it will be hopefully they'll be having their first Scouse's house senior staff leadership meeting in the next couple of weeks and we then they'll make some decisions and start getting is, is stuff ready to go. Sunday? Next Sunday, right? I believe so, yes. We're just figuring out location. I'm super out of the loop now. Oh, uh, so, 
hopefully all that stuff is uh, forthcoming and uh, I look forward to seeing all of it and I'm sure that my wife will own all of it because oh, uh, yeah, I while I am no longer a, uh, a sole member of Scouse's House, my wife most certainly will remain so. At least we keep the good one. Yeah, exactly. The valuable Floyd. <laughs> the one that everybody likes. What <laughs> people enjoy having in the games. That doesn't take up a spot on the rail. Yeah. Either, well, if nice. she gets there before halftime. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Interestingly, so when uh, when you told us that you wouldn't be as involved involved or, you know, uber present for the entirety of the game, it's yes, yes my wife, my lovely wife, Stephanie... The first thing she said was, "Oh, so can I have a spot on the radio?" <laughs> I was like, "There will be a fight for babe. that spot." That's that's my right elbow. Yeah, it's, I stood in between these two gentlemen for four straight years, <laughs> and that is prime real estate. It really on is on the uh, on the right hand goalpost. So I wish you Godspeed to whoever takes that spot because you have a lot a lot to do. Uh, yeah, I, it, I think my wife would give her a run for it. It'll, sure be, it'll be interesting to see who ends up there. Um, one person I'm confident will not end up there, but and who was not an uh, officially elected official of Scouse's House, but received special mention from the president himself mm-hmm. at the meeting, was uh, the USL's probably youngest drummer, and certainly <laughs> the best in Scouse's House, yeah. who uh, will one day grow up to claim that spot for himself, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, and that is David and Anna's wonderful son, Nikki, who uh, will once again be uh, contending with uh, Kevin for the ones and twos. Yeah, whenever Kevin's not there, Nick will be jamming. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he does a great job. So uh, kudos to the whole Scouse's House team, the whole Scouse's House family. It was a great meeting, and I mm-hmm. have confidence that this is going to be their best year ever. And uh, they've got a lot to lot lot to get done going into the new stadium next year. It's got to be oh, a big yeah. year for yeah. the team and for Scouts' house. So very exciting though, and I think we have the right crew to get it done. So yeah. But now with all family business tended to, let's move on to the team, man. Yeah, okay. All right. So we've talked about us, but let's talk about our boys because that's what eighty percent of our audience cares about. Exactly. So <laughs> hi, eighty percent. We're done now. Um, the guys, there. <laughs> the, the guys are down at IMG Academy. They yep. left on Sunday, yep. and they are kicking balls around. Yes. They were pumped about There's it. Everybody picture, we talked to said that they faces. were they were excited about it. Everybody looks to be pleased that they're not. Uh, there were pictures of them practicing at Mockingbird, and uh, as people who play on Mockingbird's field, that is a misery. Yeah, and so uh, the it just just the the rug burns. Mm-hmm. Like the actual field experience is a nice one mostly, but the the rug burns are intense. I don't want my guys getting. <laughs> they are. They're I don't want brutal. my guys getting ripped up. No. But uh, they are happy to be playing on real grass. Even yeah. Coach Hackworth commented on it. Um, he, I got a chance to go to Coach Hack's uh, preseason first press conference Ooh, interview. Nice. This was before I was an official I was employee. Say, is it kind of sad now? I'd been hired, but I hadn't started yet. So I was like, uh, I'm just okay. going to show up and ask questions. And so I did. And so, uh, since you're an employee, you could probably walk into those anyway, I guess. Yeah, but I probably will not be asking questions anymore. Right. So, uh, and in yeah. fact, we'll probably have to get uh, Andy, make sure yeah. we get Andy a press pass. Yeah, so Kenny said out a saying on the board. Yeah. yeah, he said that we need to go ahead and get our press passes, which will be awesome. I've always I'm, wanted yeah, know, a media I'm, pass I'm, to something. I'm pretty, je- <laughs> I'm pretty jealous of that, dude. That's awesome. Well, it's uh, it, it's quite a bit, of, quite a bit of responsibility. I'm yeah. sure you'll bear it well. Um, I'm gonna get one of those sweet recording things and mm-hmm. just like. Aiming at him, you know? Yeah. What do you mean, like a phone? <laughs> no, I was going to say, like I always a, use a phone. But no, right. man, I'm going to get an official. Shut up. Move on. 
Kevin Kernan uses one of those, and he's uh, yeah, um, must be cool. But and he also uses that audio for like Soccer City Radio on Saturday mornings, and then uh, so a lot of people got to hear some of Coach Hack's interview uh, before they headed down to Bradenton and the IMG Academy. Uh, the one thing that I will specifically mention now is, uh, I asked him if there were any position battles that he was especially excited to see. I mean, he's not going to say, I'm planning on playing this guy here and that guy there. Right. I just wanted to know, are there, is there anybody? And he said the first name of any player that he commented on or mentioned in that interview was Sean Tosh. He said that Sean Tosh is looking awesome and that, uh, center back is going to be a brutal competition, Very which we cool. always yeah. suspected. But I loved hearing him name check Hulk right yes. from go yeah, as somebody who that. came in looking in great shape, looking in good form, ready and hungry. Uh, he cool. he then immediately transitioned to the idea that uh, Oscar is looking great and that he always comes in uh, in good shape. Didn't let himself slip at all in the off season. Nah. He he told us that there were no that he didn't see anybody that they had to give a physical fitness test to. So wow. coming in off to, after the off season, yeah. you know anybody shows up looking a touch like they enjoyed their eggnog a little too much, <laughs> a little soft, yeah. a little soft, a little doughy. Yeah, yeah. None of our guys are looking doughy, is That's what he awesome. said. That everybody showed up and uh, that they had given off season fitness plans to everybody, and he was confident that everybody had fulfilled them completely. That's awesome. Uh, saying that uh, one of the reasons why they feel really confident going in and pl- playing so many preseason soccer games this year. Oh. In the, I mean, that makes plenty of sense. Yes. In the past, under James O'Connor, notoriously, IMG Academy was all about the running. Yeah. It was about getting yourself... Mostly, James O'Connor wanted to make sure that Louisville City was in better shape than anybody else was, and they were in it for the long haul. And that served us well, very obviously. Yes, it did. Uh, but it, it appears, based on the fact that we've got six or seven games on the preseason schedule, yeah, yeah that's pretty nuts. That uh, Lou City intends to play their way into shape. Now, that's not to say they're not going to be doing running. We've all seen the pictures already, yeah. right. where it appears that they're mostly running. But uh, it's exciting that the guys are going to get some real game action. Right. Uh, Definitely. My understanding is that we probably will not have. A video feed for the uh, for the first couple of IMG games, which would be against some opponents we'd like to watch. Orlando, uh, right? Orlando City yeah, and Nashville, yeah. two of the ones oh, that we've oh, to watch. Oh my god! Yeah, so uh, we're getting to see a rematch against uh, uh, Cam and Nashville. Uh, Nashville has loaded up this year. Yeah, Pickens and uh, no Pickens. Uh, uh, where did Pickens go? No, Pickens is Nashville. You're right. Yeah. Yes. You nailed that. Yeah, it's still Matt Pickens. It's still our boy Easy. <laughs> <laughs> the only Mennonite in the league. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but it's also exciting that they're going to be playing against Coach O'Connor's team yeah. that will include yeah. Greg Ranjitsing and Kyle Smith, some familiar faces. Uh, there was, I, I don't want to harp much on Orlando because, you know, that's not us. But it was nice to see that there was uh, an article written in the Mainland, which is the uh, main blog for Orlando City, talking about how it might be Greg's job to lose as the keeper, as the starting keeper oh, wow. for that squad. He didn't say, you know, it's him, but he said that there's no obvious candidate, and uh-huh. with his experience with O'Connor, that it's uh, it's distinctly possible that he'll be the wow. the chosen one. Uh, by that same token, Kyle was a starter in their first preseason. Yeah, game. I was going to say I saw a great article. 
which I am happy about. I think mm-hmm. it's great. I didn't read that article. What uh, what did what did I, you... I was a blurb online I saw that mm-hmm. said that uh, no, he was looking great and they expect great things out of him. I well, mean, that uh, we we've never seen anything from him that didn't look like he would give great right? things. That's so, very true. Yeah. I'm curious what uh, how. Uh, Oscar and Kyle will feel about uh, squaring off after being on opposite sides of the right. pitch for the last uh, two years. And y- you can imagine that they will uh, be one-on-one for a oh, good yeah. chunk of that game. Yes, they will. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm curious how Luke will feel shooting on Greg. Uh, you know, maybe use well, a I'm couple sure of little... will be just fine. Uh, you bet. <laughs> a couple of little uh, preseason... Uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> It's great that the guys are out there playing, though. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the Super Bowl was last night. We're now past American football season, yes. and to me, that means it's time to flip the calendar. Past American excited. football season for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a Lions fan, that's 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 perennial oh, for you. Yeah. And a Cards fan. Ah, yeah. that was even rougher this year. We're thirty-two days out from the first game. I believe you're right. Jeez. I yeah, think that right? it's a month and wow. a day. That's insane. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's insane. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And we even said right after, right after the season, like right after the championship, we even said like, you know, this offseason is probably going to go faster than we think it will. Yeah. And it has. I mean, we're now a month out. And that's super close. That's awesome. Well, and we, we've talked about the fact that, you know, we like that our preseasons are short because we play longer into the season than right. everybody else does. Yeah. So exactly. I hope that the guys got plenty of rest. I mean, to us it seems interminable, but you got to remember that these guys are training five days a week and playing one day a week yeah. for nine months. Those three months where that they don't have to do that every day has got to be a nice little three months. Yeah. And then we're told that, you know, they all had fitness goals and fitness <laughs> sheets about what they had to be doing during the offseason. It's not an easy life to be a professional athlete, especially no, not. not at this particular level. It's a different animal when you've got, uh, you know, million-dollar contracts and you can afford your own personal chefs and trainers during the offseason. Right. But these guys... People coming and waking you up and making you do that. Yeah. Right. And, and also, you don't have to worry about the, hot, the, the food portion or the recovery right. portion. I mean, uh, these guys are doing it because they're highly paid, great professional athletes, but also because they love it and you can't... You can't make it at this level without just absolutely adoring the game. And yeah. that's my favorite thing about watching these guys play. Uh, since we last spoke, I think we re-signed Speedy Williams. We did. Yeah. So it's been out there for long enough that all of our listeners obviously are completely aware of it. But uh, we re-signed Speedy Williams, which I did not think would happen. I did not see it. No. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming, frankly. I, I mean, when I saw when I saw the news, I was like, Wow. I kind of, because I had just kind of dismissed him as like not coming back. You know what I mean? It was easy to be like, well, that's one of the guys. That's the last signee. I mean, yeah. And it said Speedy Williams signs. I was like, okay. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not mad about that. No, not mad at all. (laughs) Although the uh, the super sleuths on Twitter have been dissecting the pictures that have been being posted. Of course. And uh, they have uh, determined that they they've already seen pictures of at least two trialists. I don't have any inside information here, so I'm telling you I'm just as curious as everybody else. Well, I mean, they had open tryouts here. Yeah. But still, these are guys, they flew down to Florida with them, which means they had to really like them. Right. Ew. And so uh, you've got uh, at least two trialists down there with the squad, um, one of whom, uh, if you go online, uh, someone believes they have positively identified as a former UofL player. I can't comment or uh, speculate about that. Fascinating. And then another one appeared to be either a very 
very definitive haircut change for a goalkeeper or a new goalkeeper on on site, uh, possibly vying for a third goalkeeper spot on the roster. Huh. So, right on. All and, right. and that doesn't mean that there aren't eight other trialists down right. there. And it also doesn't mean that those two are anything more than guys they said, hey, we'll pay you 800 bucks and pay your way to Florida for two weeks right. if you'll come keep our guys I mean, warm. we've always you run know? with three keepers, though, haven't we? Like, we've always... But that's also been because our overall roster has never been large. This is easily the largest roster we've had since the first season. Uh, I think we're at 23 right now. Jeez, and that is that is a. Is uh, it compared to last season? Last year there <laughs> were there crap. were years where there were weeks where we could not fill out an 18 man roster, right. where you were keeping three keepers on the bench just because why not? Right. So uh, or two keepers on the bench, three on the roster. So this this year it will those injuries mid season. They were. Gosh, I mean, it, obviously there Ballard, were a lot of things mid season. I can't that were believe brutal. they made it through that. <laughs> there are a lot of things mid season that were brutal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously Ballard going down after the first game was yeah, was yeah. nasty, and I'm excited to see him play some this year. Absolutely. But I'm telling you this, and this is true about. I'm sorry, Paolo's going to play. Like Paolo's going to play. You feel 100% confident that Paco is going to play? Well, yeah. Because they're two of the best players. You feel 100% confident that Oscar is going to play. After that, I'm sorry, there are guys that I love on this roster that I want to see play, that I enjoy watching, that I don't think any of them can be like, oh, yeah, I'm in the 11. I think those three guys feel like, for sure, and maybe Dobro. But I don't know what the opinions are of uh, Hubbard or this trialist. And yeah. so, uh, while we pencil Dobro in as the guy, and he's paid his dues and earned his way, uh, you know that doesn't mean that you can't have your spot taken. And but so, you know, yeah. like over like thirty thousand foot view, that's a great problem to have for a team. Like, oh, oh look at all this talent. Who are you going to put in? It's, and, and that's the key to this: is it's not just that we don't know who our top top choice, top flight eleven is, right? It's that I would be so happy yeah. with almost any combination of these guys. And the main reason for that is because I know what the quality of, like, in my head the 11 is. Like, if I was putting a roster together today with what I know about these players, I mean, a lineup, yeah, it'd be a really good lineup. And that means that if Coach Hack looks at that, looks at the guys he has and says, those four guys that Evan would have played aren't, uh, even on my squad, <laughs> then that means that the four guys playing in place of them are awesome. Are, yeah. Right. Because we've got a championship-level squad just from the guys we brought back. Yeah. Exactly. You tack on all the new faces, and guys like Napo Matoso and Richie Ballard, who were on the team last year but didn't get to see the field much. Right. You gotta get excited. Yeah. The development of Jose Carranza is gonna be really fascinating. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Yeah, that. that's gonna be awesome. Still, easily the youngest player on the squad yeah. at 19 years old, Ooh, and uh, we get to keep watching Alexi. Alexi get better and better. Like over the course of last season, was that was one of my oh, favorite sh- things about watching him play was what you were watching him get better and right. better and better. It was awesome. And then uh, two weeks ago, when Andy and I interviewed Oscar. Uh, Oscar said, don't sleep on Pat McMahon, who, yeah. just because of the system we played for most of last year, was not perfectly positioned, and so, and also because he was behind Kyle and Oscar. Right. But that uh, between Sean Francis and Pat McMahon, our backs may be phenomenal, and that's not just our center backs. Yeah. That's before you start talking about the log jam now at central midfield, where you got... <laughs> Paolo, who's almost certainly going to play. Yeah, yeah he's got it. Uh, I mean, you imagine he'll be a reelected captain. It would be unusual for him not to be. Yeah. Um, but uh, Paolo, 
probably. I would have penciled Speedy Williams in for sure, but he didn't play in the playoffs last right. year much. Uh, so you would think, okay, well, Niall clearly is favored, but how good is Jose Carranza going to end up being at this point? And is Magnus Rasmussen going to say, I'm the 10? I'm the 10, because uh, we we talked about this. I went on the... That is nuts to think about. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to have to tell you guys this, but I did cheat on the Scouse's House podcast. I went on Barrel Proof last week. That's and okay. and uh, while I was on Barrel Proof, we talked about the idea that uh, it's possible that Magnus Rasmussen is the most ball-talented guy that we've got. Mm-hmm. He's had d- different issues, some injury-related, some confidence-related probably, right. but that he may be the most talented on the ball of any of our guys. It's it's going to be a bloodbath to play in that position, yeah. and that's not the most crowded position, right. which to me is uh, attacking midfielder, See, and I have no idea. That's thing I hope Hackworth has a good handle on, though, is making sure the boys stay in tune with that. And the guys that aren't necessarily playing every match don't get angry and uh, get sour yeah. attitudes about it. Well, and, and that's when you're that deep, it can be pretty difficult to maintain that balance. And I'm hoping, I, I've I've talked about this a little bit, but I, it's worth talking about because I am hopeful that what we won't see a top choice just like oh this is the lineup every week. I hope that's not what it is. I hope that he's able to rotate guys in and out all yeah. year, try different combinations of guys who happen to be playing well in practice together or who made interesting combination for that eight minutes they were on the same side of the field that one game. Well, we may just pair up with this team. Right, and uh, that we don't know who our, who our playoff squad is until you know four or five weeks before the playoffs start. Sure. And also that means that we've got a better chance of making a good deep run in the Open Cup where we've got a lot of options. The one thing that was pointed out to me that I hadn't considered is international call-ups. Yeah. We've got yeah. a lot of guys who might get some call-ups this year. Well, I, well, you actually mentioned U.S. Cup. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a stipulation about uh, international players there, too? There I mean, are. You're only which, allowed to have X number of uh, internationals on the field at any given time. Quite a few on our, on our team. We do we? have quite a few, but I think we've got enough, uh, enough Americans to uh, fill that roster out yeah. pretty handsomely. Excluding the idea of if there happens to during the Gold Cup or whatever be call ups for you know both Speedy and Sean, they right. can both get called up to Jamaica. Yeah. We've got a Senegalese player who gets some call ups in Lucky Kosana and uh, possibly in Abdu uh, um, Bake, Jam. And uh, so we've got some guys who may end up getting some call ups to the national squads that we'll have to sort of figure things out. Jose Carranza has been getting call-ups for the U19, yeah, for the yeah. U20s for America. And so uh, you've got guys that you may end up having to replace, and that's where having a deep roster like this, huge. Because yeah. Yeah. I remember the game where Sean and uh, Speedy got both got called up, and uh, we were thin that night. Yeah. We were thin. That was, that was right before Luke came back. Yep. And uh, it was... Ownby was still not 100%. Uh, no Ballard. Yep. No Magram. I mean, we had we were thin. That's right. At that, at that particular the time. Times. It was. <laughs> it was. The dark times. Uh, think we got so worried at the beginning of last season. Oh, like, my God. And now I look back and I'm like, oh, silly guys. Yeah, it, it was that. I mean, right, I remember right around the time when, uh, when O'Connor left, where it was like, okay, so we're losing O'Connor and we're thin. Yeah, we've been and, some games. We've just lost our entire coaching staff which is one of the reasons why no matter how much credit we give them we will never give enough credit to the triumvirate oh for holding gosh, that no. squad together oh no we'll never give That's enough huge. credit 
Huge. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Hack does with an offseason all his own and uh, a roster yeah. all his own. And I'm crazy bullish on what he's going to be able to accomplish. But I don't think we win that title last year without the triumvirate doing what they did. No. No, I completely agree. No. If for no other reason, then it had to have boosted morale in the sense that we are this good. Like, we can weather any storm you throw at us. Like, it had to have boosted their morale on, We had on some zero level. coaching staff. <laughs> and zero. Running. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> And that under the tri- and again under the triumvirate, we had a, the triumvirate had a winning record, had the best record until the playoffs of any of the coaching staff. Yeah, my only advantage, I guess, if you will, is that Luke handled it great, taking the head, and he was kind of injured at the time, right? So yeah, he was in rehab, so yeah, that definitely helped us out a ton. But George and Paolo also doing oh, completely yeah. great oh, man, work. Yeah, still thrilled that they were able to accomplish that, and it speaks volumes about the culture oh, of this club. Yeah, well, yeah, and you also got to. When we talked to George about it, you got a sense that he enjoyed doing it. Like, he enjoyed yeah. having the responsibility. Like, right. he was like, yeah, it's tough, but, I mean, you could tell that he was having fun with it. Right. Uh, I'm not espousing a preference of George over anybody else, but I am going to say that I, in my heart of hearts, I've hoped and continue to hope that it may not be next year, but either next year or the year after that they make him a player coach yeah. and uh, as an assistant on Hack staff. Because I think that George could have a nice future doing that professionally. Mm-hmm. And it'd be great to see him sort of under Hack's wing for a year or two. Much like O'Connor got when yeah. he was in Orlando. Yeah. So uh, I, I would love to see that. Same for Luke, same for Paolo. I mean, I'm not saying either of them not the same. But I believe that both of them are a bit younger than George is. Who has had as decorated of a career as you can possibly have in, right. the, in the USL. So. He's one of the elders now, isn't he? In the he league? I mean, uh, he's got to be. He's got to be. Yeah. Uh, I know that the the league's all time high scorer Dane Kelly has signed on to play with Indy Eleven. Who God knows how much money Indy Eleven has spent this off season. They have uh, they signed the runner up to Cam Thomas Inavoldson, who was the runner up for Golden Boot last year, playing right. out west, and now he's playing for Indy. They signed Ilya from our squad. Right. And they've signed Dane Kelly, and that is to go along with uh, 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 Starovich or Star. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it, so I won't do it. But uh, <laughs> somebody else, the, that's good. They're, they're very they're very <laughs> com- they're very competent striker alongside Jack McInerney from last mm-hmm. year, and so that is a that is a star studded attack that they've put together. Be interesting right. to see what Martin Rennie, the manager out there, does with them. Um, I, I've got that uh, July sixth matchup. Starred, circled, underlined. Uh, I'm sorry. Where are they playing this year? They played both. That's the wonderful thing no, this where, year. Where, where, what's Indy's venue this year? Oh, it's still going to be the RCA, uh, the RCA is, is Dome. It? Jesus, uh, the uh, Lucas Oil Field okay. again this year. Oh, I, wasn't wow. sure. I, I heard they could maybe. Uh, they, I think so. that they were having problems reaching an agreement, but I okay. believe, don't quote, I believe that's done, okay. and it will yeah, be okay. the uh, RCA. Gosh, <laughs> I, I'm, I lived in Indianapolis when the RCA Dome was still a thing. So uh, that that gives you a really good indication of my age and when I lived there because it wasn't the Hoosier Dome yeah. and it wasn't uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. It was when it was the RCA Dome. Uh, so Indy is just the it's the fascinating one to me, and I love the balanced schedule this year. Really excited about playing each team once home, once away. Yeah, yep. and that's it. 
Yeah. No other, no 3B dates with any squads. Right. No, oh, you got to play Toronto twice, and we had to play Cincinnati twice. None of that garbage. Yeah. Everybody's playing everybody once at their place and once at your place. That's yeah, pretty nice. And yeah. so, to me, that makes the uh, that makes the regular season community shield more valuable than it's ever been before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mentioned that to Hack in the interview to see if uh, they loved that or what, how they felt about it, and he was extremely diplomatic because he's good at his job. Right. And uh, basically said, you know, we always want to win everything we can win. When we step on the field, we want to win, and that means we want to win the Open Cup, the USL Cup, and right. the mm-hmm. and every preseason Which is game, true. everything. I mean, he's not lying. But... And the Community Shield or the whatever they call the Supporters Shield, the the regular season championship. Yeah. The only thing Cincinnati ever won. Huh. Good job, guys. Yeah. Way to go, Cincinnati. Good job, bud. Money well spent. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. And I'm sure that any Cincinnati people who are hate listening right now, and there are a couple, yeah. uh, any of them who are listening right now are saying, yeah, our money was well spent. We got where we wanted to go. And they did. So, they're, and we won't play them unless we see them in the Open Cup. And man, do I hope we see them God, in the Open Cup. Dude, that'd be awesome. I want it so badly. I want it so badly. They're a totally different team, though. Well, I mean, yeah, 80% different. But, uh, you know, you can expect to see some familiar names. Uh, I mean, I'm not expecting uh, guys like uh, uh, Jimmy McLaughlin to see the field for an MLS team. Right. And if they are, then they're going to be a really bad MLS yeah. team. But, you know, uh, Ledesma was legit, and uh, Adi was legit, and Alashe, and and they had guys who were real, and who will be playing for them. So, uh, I would love to play those guys in the U.S. Open Cup, just because, man, it'd be nice to to give them one one more kick. One final thing. (laughs) Especially at our place. Can you even imagine? Uh, And mostly because I'm still a little bitter that we didn't get to play them in the conference final. I loved having a nice. home game for the conference final. Don't don't kid yourselves. It was great not having to yeah. leave home. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about the way it worked out. And we got to play a team that was probably not as good in New York. And so, uh, you know, easier path, great. I kind of wanted to play Cincinnati. No, I mean, yeah, a little bit, did. of course. Everybody yeah. did. It would have been a little more apropos I mean, for I us to, to knock I really out. didn't want to, though. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to lose. And they were good enough to beat us. But uh, it was fun when we asked when we interviewed Nile. We asked him that. We said, "How bad did you guys want to see Cincinnati in the in the tournament?" And he he kind of he kind of paused for a second and smirked. He was like, "Yeah, we really want to see." Him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am confident that what the the drum I've been banging for the last calendar year, almost at this point, uh, that we need. Indy to become the ultimate rivalry. I think Indy did their part this offseason to make that happen because uh, with Cincy gone and Nashville leaving, yeah. uh, our big, our closest proximity rival, the Louisville-Indianapolis Proximity the Association uh, yeah. football contest, the uh, half, it will take on much the same historical significance as in uh, 1924 yeah. when that match was played uh, for the first time <laughs> under lights, but not... <laughs> But not, but not electric lights. It was played under a, uh, a frightening amount of candles. Gas it was interesting. Gas it was played at night and uh, bizarrely, but uh, ended rightfully in a Louisville City uh, 18-2 to victory. As everyone remembers, of yeah. course. Um, Little known fact, Jack the Ripper, huge indie fan. Yeah. 
Nice, yeah, strange. Played for them in uh, a couple of seasons. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hell of a center back. Yeah, people don't know that about him. Got a red card or two. <laughs> couple of match suspensions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just stabbed people. <laughs> I love sucker. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Uh, Let's see here. I had a couple of other little tidbits I wanted to discuss. Um, when the uh, when the schedule came out, uh, everybody had their own ideas of uh, what the big games were. Uh, David, is there a specific team? Let's take Indy and Nashville out of it because we've already talked about them a little bit. Is there a team that you're particularly excited to, to square up against this season or that you think might improve or just somebody you've always liked to play in? Not really, honestly. I mean, I get excited for every single game. Mm, I love yeah. them all. I mean, any game within driving distance, I oh, like yeah. is that way. I mean, obviously. I mean, so what are our driving games this year that are actually reasonable? Like, within, what, six hours? Within six? Six, six would be the hairy edge for Swope Park in Kansas City. I think right. that you can get there in six, maybe closer to seven. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably the Swope in the West. St. Louis is definitely in. Yeah, St. Louis. That's the one but, that I'm excited for. Yeah, I think I... I think St. Louis. St. Louis. The, go ahead. No, you're fine, man. The, the fan, St. Louis, the fans are always a blast. The fan, their, yeah. their supporters group bring it. You know what I mean? Um, and honestly, I'm not going to lie, I love their town, too. I will happily St. go Louis to St. Louis fun to watch That's a match. fun town, I man. I really enjoy St. Louis. Yeah. That city Museum is one of the coolest things. Oh, we should make a weekend out of it. Oh <laughs> well, when uh, the, during the inaugural season, during the inaugural season, uh, I got to make a trip over there with Jay Hindenock and Corinne. Oh, yeah, that's right. Our new newest ambassador, Corinne. I made the trip out there with them. And we had an unbelievable trip, getting some true Cincinnati, uh, Jesus, some St. Louis barbecue. Uh, yeah. Stopped in and got some great barbecue. Went to the sculpture park out there, which was yeah. right by the stadium. Nice. Uh, got a nice hike in. It was uh, a lot. Went to an uh, to a farmer's market. It was a really cool experience, mm. and uh, that was. I, I've lived in St. Louis, and so uh, I, I knew some of the more. Like the city museum, obviously, right. and the arch, and you know the memorial park and stuff like that is all great. The brewery tour, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. But uh, it was nice to do some stuff I hadn't specifically done in St. Louis, and there's it's a it's a cool town. I think St. Louis is the most similar to Louisville in terms of uh, the type of people you're going to get. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and also it's you know a nice uh, uh, King's Cup rivalry match yeah, renewed right. this year yep. between the Louis. So good. Yeah, I have to say that's one. Of St. Louis is one. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to to New York. I love playing the Red Bulls too. I love it's it. It's just always entertaining soccer. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's a, it's always an energetic match. It's always kind of a meat grinder, frankly, especially in midfield. It's yep. you know, well, they're a difficult team to play. You don't know who you're getting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they, 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 they may have someone in rehab down there that's good, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, they may have a few of their good guys pulled up. You just don't know who you're getting. But no matter what, they always bring it come playoff time. They oh, yeah. develop their yeah. squad really nicely throughout the year, and they usually play a really fun style of soccer, which is, you know, attack, 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 attack which yeah. makes for great games, especially against the style of soccer that we play. So that you're going to get those six to four kind of games. Yeah. And they're very much the op- watching them play. They're very much the opposite of. Um, Pittsburgh agreed and that was the other squad I was going to mention because you've got Swope Park about as far west as anybody wants to drive right you've got uh, Pittsburgh about as far east as anybody wants to drive about six six hour drive that direction 
And then you have got Memphis, which will be about a five-hour drive oh, yeah, to the south this Memphis. year. And so you've got, and you tack that on to Nashville and to Indianapolis, which you already knew you were going to try to make yeah. the trips to, and St. Right. Louis, which was an obvious choice. Memphis would be a fun trip, too. Yeah, Memphis is a cool I, town, yeah, man. Memphis, I forgot about you've that. You've got five or six really realistic away game options this season, right. and I, as a now impartial observer, strongly recommend to the Scouse's House leadership team that you guys do your part and organize some good away trips yeah, this year. That'd Absolutely. be awesome. I want to try to get, I mean, yeah, I, I do want to step up at least away big game. vans or something of that nature, depending yeah. on how far the drive is, but yes. Drive those memberships and drive those sponsorships oh, because yeah, no, uh, every penny you guys can sure. defer. Who's the, the other F. team that, so Memphis is new, St. Louis is coming back. There's one more that's Swope new. is coming back. To the to Eastern the, Conference for the first time. Yeah. We've got Loudoun in uh, Washington, D.C. and Birmingham Legion uh, yeah, also Legion. will be uh, brand new Eastern Conference teams for this upcoming year. Hmm. So you got four teams that you haven't really seen playing yeah. against you before. Right. Uh, Memphis, Swope, uh, Loudoun, and uh, Birmingham. Yeah. Awesome. St. Louis returns back into the Eastern fray as they should. Yes, as so, they should. And we've only ever played Swope the once, but that was a fun game, a 2017 yeah. championship game. So that was pretty good. It worked out well. Yeah, so hopefully we <laughs> see some more of that. Um, I'm, I'm ready. I, I think that for the next pod, two weeks from now, yeah. I think that, that will be our. this is our last two-week break. Yeah, I think from there on out it will be back to weekly. Which is awesome. So we've got one more two week break, it'll, and then it'll be it'll back be to weekly. Pretty much be game prep, mm-hmm. and it'll be and we'll be yeah. able to start flipping coins again and doing oh, game reviews <laughs> and previews. We'll have a little more structure again. Although you won't be able to make predictions anymore. I will not be able to make predictions. I will be able to talk about keys to the game, right. stuff like that. So you can predict. That I, what I'll game. do is what I'll do. I'll make my prediction, and then I will say if Evan could make predictions, I think he would do this. Oh, that would be interesting. You would be purely guessing, of course. I would absolutely no. I would, would absolutely be guessing because um, we couldn't possibly be the, talk about it before the show. And that's going to be the fun. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have me doing uh, eighteen to three predictions. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I got you. Absolutely. I got you. Uh, one more reminder to anybody out there who is interested in participating. This may be the first time David's hearing about it because we failed to mention it during the Scouts' House general meeting because I'm an idiot. Uh, but uh, I will still be doing, and Andy will still be participating in the From Oscar to Paco Challenge. Oh, yeah. For the upcoming Very season. Very important. So because, as everyone knows, Andy always predicts that we'll score by having Oscar whip one in and Paco put it home. Right. For every goal this season, assisted by Oscar and scored by Paco, uh, the Floyd family and the Frederick family have both donated, have agreed to donate $25 to uh, the uh, school lunch program at Oscars High School in California for uh, children who perhaps wouldn't be able to have the kind of lunches mm-hmm. that they should. Uh, it would get everybody out there uh, a hot lunch. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to participate in that, 25 per. So right now we're at 50 bucks a goal. Yep. Last year that was three, assisted by Oscar and scored by Paco. We put a lot of pressure on Oscar to get it up to like 11 this year. So... Uh, <laughs> We encourage you, either on Twitter or uh, through uh, Scouse's House or on Facebook or whatever, to contact us and let us know how you would like to participate, whether it's a buck or ten bucks or five thousand bucks per goal. Uh, every little bit helps because everybody deserves to eat mm-hmm. when they go to school. School should never be a place where somebody is hungry. It should be no, someplace no, where somebody is hungry not. to learn. So uh, please help us out. Uh, it's a great cause. We're really excited to be participating in it this year and uh, feel really good about it. 
and I'm ready to start seeing it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't care uh, if it's yeah. preseason. I don't care I if it's so postseason. Yeah. I, I don't so care. Geek. I just want. I, I don't care if it's in my backyard, and I've got a very small backyard. You know, I just want to see. <laughs> you just want to come play in the backyard. <laughs> dude, honestly, this warm, it was warm this weekend, and my son and I did kick it around in the front yard. Yeah, it was I'm perfect lie, for dude. it. <laughs> I actually kicked it around with him a bit on uh, Friday night <laughs> nice. and uh, accidentally clocked him in the face with the ball because yeah. uh, it was close quarters. He probably giggled. He, uh, after a minute, he was okay with it. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my style. So I do it. I don't care how old you are. You're what? Four, five? Nah. He's five. Get now. used He's to it. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that's about all I've got. Andy, you got anything? Yeah, that's you wanna, it. That's I think all it's I've time got. to play some FIFA. So, yeah. uh, uh, David, you got anything to add, Mr. Vice President? I do not. I'm just very excited about the season. Uh, I'm excited to uh, help get things rolling with Scouse's house this year, get some activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have to start digging up some sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to do uh, several more charitable events we have, like dark yeah. tournaments and things of that nature. Uh, start setting up some stuff. I have a suggestion. I'm, I'm excited. Pickleball. Pickleball tournament? Pickleball tournament. No, honestly, what I want to do, I want to try to work with the park system and see if we can get some sort of the foot at golf. The, at the, or at the futsal courts, either one. Yeah. The, yeah. the foot golf, I think it would be so fun to have oh, a yeah. tournament. That would be awesome. Uh, I believe that our resident expert on that, uh, uh, Jay, who works for the Parks Department, uh, says that Cameron Lancaster still holds the course record. He does. Record he does currently hold the course on record. the uh, football of course. He course. Does. So, <laughs> because course I he have does. not played it yet. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh well, yeah, the gauntlet has been dropped. <laughs> when when Nashville comes to town, maybe we'll yeah. organize a head to head. Yes. Um, uh, I feel oh my god, he would destroy me. I, <laughs> as 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 the brandly brand newly minted. Uh, not representative of Louisville City Football Club. I would say I will try to get the front offices involved in all of this stuff as I can because uh, nice. I know that when the players and the front office mm-hmm. guys get involved in this, it uh, it helps the cause. Um, I think that's that's really all we've got to cover, isn't it? Yeah. Well, then again, I'll say that all opinions were my own, but uh, this opinion is shared by all. And yeah. It's the thing we say at the end of every single freaking podcast, and that is Go, Go City! City.